Two guys. Two topics. Two, two, two. two opinions. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Miller family to give us that opportunity to do our jobs. David Locke likes to say that he's grateful that every day he works for a place that gives him a chance to be world class. Doesn't mean that he always is, he says, but he gives him the chance. And the Miller family gives all of us that opportunity with their support and stewardship of this franchise. And so um, I don't know that I answered your question specifically, but I think that's the dynamic that that makes it work really well. That was Steve Starks on The Big Show. How long ago was that, Austin? Maybe a month ago? Two two months ago? Yeah, somewhere. Somewhere. Uh, anyway, Steve has been on the show a number of times, uh, president of uh, LH, uh, Larry H. Miller Sports and Entertainment, and he was promoted today, Gordon, to CEO of the Larry H. Miller Group of Companies. Uh, just a, a great promotion for him and uh, couldn't be happier uh, for a guy, Gordon, that uh, has done a really terrific job as, as not only president of LHMSE, but uh, but president of the Utah Jazz. Yeah, that is a big deal. Uh, and uh, we've known Steve for a long time, and he's extremely capable. And uh, I think he'll, he'll do a terrific job in that role. And for, for people who maybe aren't familiar with the, the structure of the company, Steve now CEO over, over everything, including the jazz, mm-hmm. the car dealerships, and uh, all their, their other interests. And so it's, uh, it's, it, I think the company is, is going to be headed in a, in a real, well, still continue to head in a really positive direction with him at the helm. And now Don Sterling, somebody else uh, that you and I are both fond of, uh, will be the interim president as they search for a permanent solution. So this is uh, this is really good news for the help of uh, health of the Larry H. Miller Group, and I think really good news for the Utah Jazz because Steve is going to obviously continue to have his voice heard in the the running of the team. Yeah, that'll be. Uh, he's not going to suddenly turn his back on the Utah Jazz, uh, even though he's got a lot more on his plate now. He'll continue in that regard. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, we've gotten to know Steve really well, and uh, I couldn't think more highly of the guy. It's, uh, it's, a good, it's a good move, a good day. Took over as president of the Jazz in 2015, so he oversaw the renovation uh, of the arena, Gordon. He's overseen uh, the, the transformation of the basketball campus down there, of um, the, the Jazz really expanding their staff when it comes to things like not only coaching but training uh, in, in spending resources, managing the business, and, and all those sorts of things. And he has been uh, he has been terrific. Yeah, and he takes – the good thing about him – and we all have known people like this, and we've known people who aren't like this. He takes uh, takes in information from all corners in making a decision. For instance, I don't want to take credit for the comfy seats that are in the arena now. Are you going to take credit for that? Kind of. He uh, invited me in when he was trying to decide what seats to put in the arena, and uh, I went in and sat down on the seats that he was considering, and uh, I... I, I uh, favored the ones that are in there now. You so, picked the ones that so I, they so ended I, up selecting. So I picked the, uh, I picked the comfortable seats in the arena, yeah, because Steve listened to me. And uh, only part of this is true. The part that I – he did ask my opinion, but obviously he didn't leave it up to me. But see, just, just asking somebody that 
you know, is a, a sign of, of good leadership, I think. Don't you? I mean, th- haven't you known leaders who solicit uh, information from all corners, yeah. including dummies? And, you know, I mean, make a decision there. It's, uh, too many people just say, ah, I know the answer to that and go ahead with it. I accidentally um, blew his cover once, but this kind of uh, tell you the uh, type of dude Steve is, or at least his experience stands out in my mind. Uh, DJ and I, uh, for those of you who haven't been to our studios or haven't seen them, we're up on the upper concourse of uh, Vivint Smart Home Arena. And so DJ and I were coming up here after um, eating dinner downstairs in the in the press room. <clears throat> the game had just started. It was in the first quarter or something like that. And we're walking by a, a portal on our way up here on the upper bowl, walking, uh, on our way to the studios. And there's Steve just standing there kind of hanging out chatting a little bit with the the uh the usher and uh but really so dj and i go right up to him steve what's going on and we start to talk to him but what what he was doing is he he wanted to see what the experience was like up there and not that he hadn't experienced before but he wanted to talk to the people on the ground mm-hmm. and see the fans that are in the upper bowl and the you know kind of your everyday jazz fan and not to mention the folks that work very hard at uh at making the game experience great like those ushers and mm-hmm. and those That's sorts exactly of things and, what and I'm talking it about. really we dj and i kind of thought about it after like oh we, we certainly blew his cover there but that that's the type of of mm-hmm. duty as he's yeah. not um yeah he listens a lot that's a, that's a great yeah. way that you put it but yeah. that that experience always stood out to me like here's here's a dude who's not uh you know uh, uh, um what am i lavishing in his role as the jazz president and everybody look at me here's a guy who wants to get to know the very basic tenets of the of the organization that he's running and i I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and it, like I said, he'll continue to be a part of what the jazz are doing I'm sure with his expertise he'll just be a little have a few more things on his plate, that's for sure. But uh, the Jazz are in good hands. And Don, as the uh, interim uh, president of the Jazz, he's got a ton of experience in sports. Uh, he's actually worked for the NBA before. Who else does he work for, uh, Gordon? I know he worked for the Nuggets for a while. He's involved in politics for a while, I think. And he, did, you know, did you know that Don is a songwriter? I did not know that about Don, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Gifted guy, talented guy. So now, hand him a guitar sometime and say, hey, sing me a song. You wrote a a column about him not too long ago, right? I did. And I had to distinguish that Don Sterling is not Donald Sterling. What an unfortunate thing for for don to deal with seriously yes i see i i love it that uh, the only other famous only other famous the only famous is a hall of fame jake uh, scott out there is a hall of fame safety, safety yes from sorry. the dolphins so that's that's nice yeah. <laughs> uh but poor don i'm sure when all that was going down he's just thinking like oh come on really he's making a cold call <laughs> yeah this is don sterling not that donald sterling not that one i swear <laughs> uh, that's just unfortunate, but yeah. uh, but Don, really great dude. We've worked with yeah. him pretty closely over the years as well, and uh, no yeah. doubt that in the interim, the Jazz are certainly in good hands. And I think this is something that uh, that the, the uh, our listeners should know, the fans should know. These guys are huge fans of the Utah Jazz. You know, they are. Uh, you know, they make decisions for the company, and but they are emotionally invested in what happens with the team. And I think uh, they're all pretty excited about uh, the prospects coming up in the next year. Yep. And one thing I think, um, and I, I would imagine this comes from Gail on down, and certainly uh, Larry before Gail, is they're very good at empowering the people that they hire to do the job they're hired for. 
well, you know, you hire a Steve Starks to be the president of the Jazz, and then it works down to Dennis Lindsay and Justin Zanuck, and it's all this, uh, you know, everybody's empowered to do their yeah. job. And I think it's really important. There's not a lot of uh, meddling, so to speak. They're 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 given the tools that they need to succeed. Yeah, and that's that comes all the way down to us. No one has ever told me or even attempted to try to tell me what to say on the air. Strange, that happened to me today, but not from... <laughs> not from the, happens to you regularly. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was that was a different. That was something else. Anyway, I, I'm sorry. You can continue. Are you casting doubt on uh, <laughs> what I just said? No, no, I'm not. I just made a a stupid joke. I'm sorry. You were making a, a terrific point. Please continue. Yeah, we can say whatever we want. And that's uh, that's what makes sports radio good. All our listeners can think what they want. And uh, we can say what we want, unimpeded by anyone. Right. So uh, exciting day uh, for the Utah Jazz. Exciting day uh, for Steve Starks and the entire LHM group of companies, which, yeah. which by the way, is huge. A lot bigger than than people know. Because they, I mean, the car side. The company, 10,000 employees yeah. strong. The car side of it is is really a lot bigger, I think, than people realize. They've got dealerships in I, I'm trying to remember. They they told us the the size of dealer they are in the country, and it's something like top five. I don't want to like as far as dealerships own. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a it's a really big company. And now, I mean, movie theaters are expanding. Mm-hmm. Larry H. Miller Sports and Entertainment is I- expanding. They expanded in, into the financial, right? You know, all kinds of stuff. Yep. So. so it's a it's a big deal. And and Steve Deserve, he's he's run this part of the company uh, really well for for a long time. And the Utah Jazz, as our listeners know, are in a, in a trust to ensure that they stay right where they are. That's just an example of the way things are run around here. To think that somebody would do that, that Gail would do that um, for the community. That's what this team is. Right. It's for the community. And uh, I, I don't even know, has any other owner done that? No, it's uh, it's unique. The Jazz were the first. I'm not even talking about the NBA. I'm talking about in sports. NFL. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, and I don't. Baseball? I don't think it's been done since. Yeah, pretty cool. But that's a reflection of who Gail Miller is. And look, I make no, I I, I make no bones about this. Uh, I have great admiration for Gail. And uh, the Tribune asked me to do a feature on her once—a really long profile. I don't know if you remember seeing that. Yeah, Jake. I remember. Mm-hmm. It was on the front page of the paper. And uh, when we talked about doing it, I said up front, I got to tell you guys that I have great respect for this woman. She is a wonderful human being. And uh, and they said, no, go ahead. Go ahead and do it. You know, so I was I sort of that that was my experience with her before I sat down and talked with her for. Oh, man, it must have been three, four hours, Jake. And she told me her story. And it was it was fascinating. Can we tease Austin? Um, she's going to join the show on Thursday. And which then, is tomorrow. Which is tomorrow. And then Steve uh, himself is going to be on the show next week on Monday. Austin, is that correct? But extremely excited to have Gail Miller on the air yeah. uh, tomorrow. That is going to be Can't Miss Radio. She's going to be on at 5 o'clock, top of the 5 o'clock hour. And it's going to be uh, it's going to be a real pleasure to talk to her tomorrow. No doubt about it. And a lot of jazz fans probably have questions that they would like to ask Gail. If you have a question for Gail, uh, you know, uh, you know, 
Hashtag Ask Gail? Let's do it. Yeah, send in some questions on yeah. Twitter. Hashtag Ask Gail, G-A-I-L. And if there's a certain uh, trend in questions that people really want to know, we'll, we'll pass those questions along to her. I'm sure people are curious to know what uh, the most influential woman in Utah and uh, certainly in sports uh, has to say. Possibly the most influential person, person. in Utah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and maybe in some ways beyond. So uh, just just a terrific individual. Uh, I mean, I know everyone knows who she is and whatnot, but uh, if you knew her, you would like her even more. All right, so Gail is going to be on with us tomorrow, top of the 5 o'clock hour. It's going to be Can't Miss Radio, and then Steve Starks himself will join us next Monday. So we're really excited to have uh, those guys on the show and uh, talk to them not only about the jazz, but the but life and, and their journey and all that sort of fun stuff. Yep. That uh, you, in particular, are good at talking to people about. Me, I'm just uncomfortable. You, you, you seem to strike a chord somehow. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a gift. Can I tell you? All right, we'll talk about as you. As long as I acknowledge them on the street when I see them. But apparently, sometimes, I just don't even see that they're there. Right. Like well, you and Lloyd today. Uh-huh. Totally missed that you were even there. Right. Actually, I did see you as I was walking up. But I couldn't get to you yet. I wanted to. But Kurt's more important. No, I yeah. was on the phone. I was on the freaking phone. What am I supposed to do? Hang up the phone and run over and say, hi, fellas? Yes. <laughs> I had to finish something. Guys, I'm on the line with my broker. <laughs> my bookie. <laughs> <laughs> I had a chance to talk to Zach Moss, and we're going to play that uh, that interview for you now. How would you, how would you uh, cast his attitude? Would you? It was very even keeled. You'll see it here. He, he definitely was not upbeat, but I don't know if if he was. Was it tight? Was it all wrapped up? It, it was. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of that. Yeah. I'll look forward to hearing what he had to say. Let's hear Zach Moss from practice today. Well, Zach, tell us about camp. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Camp is going very good for myself and uh, as a team. Zach, I'm sorry, jumped in late here. Did you, uh, did you practice? Are you, are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. good, yeah. How are the young guys looking behind you? They're doing good. They're making strides, you know, just um, a few freshman mistakes, but they're doing very, very good. What kind of role as a mentor are you playing for these guys? Uh, just trying to answer questions, uh, give them some experience and things like that uh, that I've learned through the years as well. How do you think the whole offense is picking up Coach Ludd's offense? Uh, I think he's doing pretty good. Um, compared to the first uh, two years ago when we uh, had to learn a new offense, I think this offense has been a little bit more simpler for our guys, and they're running through things uh, at full speed. So it's, it's very good so far. What is it about Jordan Wilmore that you're seeing in camp so far that makes you think maybe he'll be special? Uh, he's been relentless so far, you know, um, coming in just – Going hard, working hard, um, and he's he's kind of twitchy. So that's a good attribute to have. It's better uh, it's your hand in a cast than like a knee or something, right? What's uh, what's the deal with the hand there? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, no problems. Did you practice today? And you plan on missing any action? Uh, I was out here with the guys, um, doing everything with the guys. So yeah, I practiced today. Yeah. Be on the field at the end of the month in Provo. Very good. Plan on that? Yes, sir. 
Uh, speaking of that, Zach, in your previous years in the program, it's always been an FCS opponent, not to downplay them, but mm-hmm. just, just having this opponent uh, at the end of the camp, does that make it feel any different for you guys as you go through this? Uh, yeah, I mean, you definitely, no matter who it is, never want to get off on the wrong foot being the first game and then it being those guys down south. Definitely don't want to lose to those guys. and um, want to keep this thing rolling for years. So um, we know at the back of, back of my mind that uh, what we're going for. There you go, Zach Moss. I got to hand it to him. That was a that was a good interview. You know him him, and then after that, you interviewed a whole cast of other players. <laughs> okay. All right. There was a <clears throat> a rumor that hit the internet last night uh, from fans. I don't know where it started that Zach Moss had hurt his hand. And uh, there was the sound. You heard it from practice today. Now, we were instructed to, uh, you know, not report on anything that we saw before we went down there, and then they put him right in front of us for one of the more awkward media sessions that I've been a part of. Yeah, it'll be really important. Everyone knows that Zach Moss is a terrific running back. He's going to gain a zillion yards as long as he stays healthy. Uh, but uh, it will be important for him early in the season to be able to hold on to the ball because he don't want to be, you know, turning the ball over. But he's he's going to have a huge year. He's, There's no doubt in my mind. If he's not able to hold on to the ball, it will really, you know, cast some doubt on <laughs> on whether or not the youth can get to where they want to go. Right. Listen, because the, he's going to be such a big part of what they do. And that offensive line better get it together. Yeah. Because I don't care how good Zach Moss is, and he's good. He, he The big ones up front, man, they got to clear some space for him so that he can do what he's capable of doing. And there have been some questions about that offensive line up front. And, you know, I, I, I believe they have the athletes up there to be able to get that job done. But they gotta, they've, got, they've got work to do before they line up against the Cougars. And listen, the, the important things to take out of there, honestly, he plans on going for BYU. He was at practice today. He had pads on. I think I can talk about that. And he, if, if, it, if the injury were severe and he had surgery on it, or something like that, he would not have been there today. So I think, you know, whatever whatever preventative measures they're going through to make sure that he gets back to being 100%, if he's less than that now, yeah, I think if it were truly severe, they would have handled it differently. So uh, if take that for what it's yeah. worth yeah they right? would have handled it differently they and, would have handled it differently and but i he's I, he's gonna be all right I, he's gonna be fine and he's he's likely gonna be fine by the time the byu game rolls around he said it there and and that's what's important but the reason it's such a big deal is because he is he's 65 percent of that offense and at least that's what they're hoping yeah so he'll have to uh prepare and heal up. Well put. All right, we'll have more of the big show coming up next. Stay tuned. Big show, 97.5 and 1280 of the zone.